This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is time to power rank the power rankings. Mike, are you ready? No, I have okay. no clue we are doing this. <laughs> All I right, power rank anything. I want to pull the curtain back a little bit, real quick, Joey, uh, to let everybody know what happens. We send our content or let Kevin kind of know what we would like to talk about. We put the run sheet together and kind of have some ideas, and then uh, Kevin like organizes it all, lines it all up, sends everybody the run sheet. And then Kevin calls or texts us at 8.40 this morning or something like that, maybe 8. Uh, and he's like, guys, I am puking my guts up right now. And we're like, and instantly well, Mike and I go into panic mode because we don't know what to do. I'm right? upset Candace Cameron isn't coming in studio either. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> but I'm not throwing up about it. Uh, so so then we're like, all right, so we scramble around. Uh, and, and so we kind of make some adjustments on the fly. And then we rock with that. Everybody, please tweet to Kevin at Oh Thank Kevin and say, "Hey, get better soon, buddy. Uh, we we really miss you, especially since he's had so many illnesses uh, befall upon him this year. Uh, that's a, this is a really tough year for him. So it's already. okay. Maybe at some point in your life, you can meet Candace at another point. Would you, who do you think was the most excited in this room out of me? me you? <laughs> I texted my wife. I was like, "I'm going to get to interview Candace Cameron, DJ Tanner." Full house. Fuller was she, house. Was she excited too? I watched an episode and a half last night of season five of Fuller House on Netflix. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh my god. No I can way. tell you the whole show. story. <laughs> now. Can we get John Stamos? I'd rather have Candace. <laughs> but Stamos is fine too. Uh but in the episode, Stephanie, the younger sister, uh-huh, uh-huh. just had the baby, but she didn't have the baby. Do How you remember uh, Kimmy Gibbler, who's I, kind of the you know the best friend of DJ Tanner? She carried the baby for Stephanie, what? and Stephanie's surrogate, Stephanie's uh, baby daddy is Kimmy Gibbler's brother. So I had to ask my wife. I said, I was walking she with her, her last brother night. In, in the, on the other show. Did she? No. Okay. So I had to ask my wife we were walking last night in bishop arts and we were walking to the library to drop off a book and i said hey can a sister carry a brother's baby and everything be fine and she's like yeah they're not the because i was a little bit confused on on this. the genetics of it yes but yeah. she's like they're they're not creating the baby themselves she's just carrying the brother and then a friend uh you know so yes a she's sibling a can oven. carry yeah. a woman sibling can carry a brother's 
like baby. So I was really confused on that. And so anyways, <laughs> that's pretty much the major part of the story. And then I got to half more of an episode of season five, episode two, because I remember watching Fuller House on Netflix, but I think I only watched two seasons. Okay. And I can't remember if I got to the third wow, season because when I was like, this. I got to know more about Candace. I got to get ready to interview her and everything. And I was like, there was five seasons on Netflix? Like, Are you I kidding? Can, I didn't yeah. know that either. Like, I remember watching all of the first. I just can't remember more of that. And I will say, now that we're not having Candace on, and I wasn't going to tell her this. Uh, it might have should have ended a little bit sooner. Oh, because the then, okay. Like I got through episode one of season five, and I'm like, this is this is off the rails. Well, this- we we will hold that. I am first off, I'm excited that you did the the work, the legwork here, Mike, to make sure that it was going to be a good interview. And she I did a Christmas that. movie, which I couldn't find. It wasn't on She's Netflix. Done a lot of Christmas movies, right? But there was one that she recently did. And I think, I'm not 100% sure, because I saw her doing an interview with Winnie Cooper. Do you know who Winnie Cooper is? I never know Winnie the Cooper. One, the, the Wonder, Wonder Years? Years? I don't yeah. know her real name. she's a big math nut now. Okay. Like, she's like a, a huge, she's got like a master's in math. Amazing. But she might have been part of this Christmas movie. Uh, but then once I found out, like, last night that we weren't getting Candace, I was devastated. Uh, but I was doing research. I was, I was going to have, I was like, had all these questions for her. Uh, and couldn't wait to get my picture taken with DJ Tanner all grown up, but it didn't happen. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it is. There was a movie that they were in. A, they did do a Christmas movie. Uh, they were Maggie Dawn. I'm going to have to look and find out what this is. 877-881-1053. On a scale of one to 1,000, how much do you think Mike wanted to get that interview? You just let us know. I'm sure the number is 1,000. Um, let's go ahead and hit up some of these power rankings a little bit, Mike. I got this ki- covered this time, all right? So I got this uh, taken care of for you. Who do you think the top five teams for 2023 are right now? For football? Yes. Okay. According to ESPN. Kansas City won? For 2023, Kansas City is number one. Cincinnati? You have power ranked incorrectly. Is that how it goes? Is that... But they're in the top five. They have to be in the top five. Do you think they're number three? Well, I picked them number two, so I will go number three. You have now power ranked incorrectly twice, Mike. All right, well, then I got a 50% Do you think they're number four? Yes, I do. I think they're number four. They are number four. Cincinnati is number four. I'm going to say in a weird way. This is so weird, right? Because right now we don't even know who their quarterback is going to be. They're going to have the 49ers two or three. They'd have the 49ers at three, which is interesting because I heard Bobby and and, uh, RJ talking this morning. And they were like, why would nobody really go like after Carr? For like, why wouldn't San Francisco say, we'll we'll go get uh, Derek Carr and have a veteran quarterback who's, you know, for the most part, his career, he's been healthy. And it seems like they're pretty locked in on Purdy and Trey Lance are gonna go after this. This yeah. is weird to me because of the injury to the to Purdy, but even still, they're committed to that young prospects here. Are they gonna rank Buffalo number two? No, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. is number two. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to leave them out. But I get it. I mean, they have pick number 10, pick number 30. They do have a lot of free agents, uh, but their quarterback still is on his rookie deal, so they can do a lot. So I get it. Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Cincinnati, and then Buffalo number five. Buffalo is number five. Correct, Mike. Very good job. I'll say this. I heard uh, somebody talk about this the other day, and I was like, you know what? This is true. Josh Allen should take more crap for this season. Why is that? 
they were picked to win it all. It was the year of Josh Allen. He was going to be MVP. This was going to be the Buffalo year. They didn't even get close. They lost 27 to 10 at home. And I'll tell you what, in a weird way, the NFL rigged it for Buffalo to get to the AFC championship game. They kind of rigged it yeah. for them to get to the Super Bowl because if they would have won, they wouldn't have had to go to Kansas City. They were going to go to Atlanta. Like They almost rigged the playoffs for Buffalo to have the best chance because they were going to lose in Cincinnati. I get like the DeMar Hamlin thing. I get why they had to stop the game. I get why they didn't play that game. But they rigged it for Buffalo to try to have the best path to beat Cincinnati and to beat Kansas City, and they didn't come close. They got blown out in the playoffs at home. Yeah, I'm looking at the last part of their schedule, Mike. Let's run through this real quick. They they lose to Minnesota in overtime 33-30, which was what we all agreed was a wild game, yeah. like the Justin Jefferson catch and all that. After that, they they win 31-23 over Cleveland, 28-25 over Detroit, 24-10 over New England, 20-12 over New York, 32-29 over Miami, 35-13 over Chicago. Bengals game doesn't count. 35-23 over New England. They ran the show. Their offense or their defense gave up about an average of 23 points throughout that run, maybe 21 points, but they were scoring 35 points a game. Then they get in the playoffs, 34 against Miami, and they only scored 10 against Cincinnati. Maybe Cincinnati, like, they weren't going to beat that team no matter what. Like, that is a possibility in my mind, is that Cincinnati already had figured out that they were going to win that night against Buffalo, and then if they ever had to play them again, they'd win that one too. Maybe that's a bad matchup for them. I understand the Josh Allen thing, but down the stretch, man, they won lots of football games despite the fact that he was turning it over like crazy. So I see where you're going with that. But they're they're still they're still a very potent and powerful offense. If Diggs is not happy anymore, we saw Trayvon Diggs this morning on his Instagram feed upload one of those uh, pit edit pictures of him of uh, Stefan in Cowboys gear. I don't know if Diggs isn't there. What he what Josh Allen looks like because that is a very big target for him. And is he different whenever he doesn't have those targets around? Interesting take. I'm very interested to see how that goes next year. Where do you think the Cowboys are on this list, Mike? Going into next year, as now the Chargers have Kellen Moore, uh, maybe uh, maybe the Dolphins, are they taking a They're step They're going to be up? one of the next three. They're going to be six, seven, or eight. Okay. Am I right about that? They are, yes. They are one of the next three. One of the other three. I'll, I'll, all right, I'll tell you the next three. All right. It is Chargers? a mix of these teams. The Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Cowboys. Which? How would you rank them? Six, seven, eight. Cowboys, Chargers, Dolphins. Nailed it. That, like That's exactly what ESPN thinks, too. I think the Chargers have a major problem. They're going to be a wild card team. They can't win that division. Now, maybe you could say that about the Cowboys, too. Now, obviously, nobody ever repeats as a division champ, but you could look at Philadelphia and the way that they dominated the regular season and go, you're in trouble, too. But I don't believe in Jalen Hurts yet at this measure. Patrick Mahomes has done it now for five consecutive years. Jalen Hurts has done it for one year. I know the year before he made the playoffs, but it was still like, oh, I don't know about this Jalen Hurts guy. For one year, he's looked really good. But if you look at the Chargers situation, they are going up against a generational quarterback talent for Justin Herbert's career. Yeah. He's If he stays a Charger, we already know Patrick Mahomes' contract. He's staying a Chief. How do you ever become better than the Chiefs? It's very tough. It's kind of like Peyton Manning and Indy. Yep. How do you ever become better than Peyton Manning and the Colts? They just won you the division. Kellen Moore. That's how, right? right? 
And I do think they can win 10 or 11 games like they Uh did and make the playoffs, but you're always going to be in a situation where you're on the road for the whole playoffs. The Cowboys, I think, have a better chance of winning the division next year than the Chargers do of winning their division. And then the Dolphins, I get it, but, I mean, a dude who doesn't know how to protect his head, like, he looks like... He looks like a baby giraffe or something. I don't know how a baby giraffe falls, but I bet they bang their head. Like, I bet their neck's not strong enough to not bang their head if they fall down. And that's to a T. He doesn't know. It's a weird thing. His whole life he's been quarterback, and no- nobody ever taught him how to crunch your abs and tuck your chin. And get rid of the ball. I mean, like, I understand you have Tyreek Hill, and that extra half second will be the difference between a touchdown and and uh, an incompletion that, that falls short. <laughs> Like, but, like, get rid of the ball. Yeah. If they're that close to you, don't get hit anymore. But, Mike, you talk about Tom Brady and other quarterbacks. Once they get to the point where they're just chucking, ducking, their career's over. So that young of an age, that would be a bad place for him. Swaggy Booties here on the Twitch says, I like the episode on Fuller House where the aunt paid the coach of a school to get her daughter into a school on a fake scholarship. That wasn't. That wasn't an episode. That, that was a real life. Yeah, that was a real life situation. Real life. Somebody from the 806 asked this question, Mike. DJ Tanner uh-huh. or Kyrie, which one do you want to interview more? DJ Tanner, because I'm, I'll be excited about that. Kyrie, I'll be nervous. You'll be nervous. For- I don't know where he's going to go with it. Uh huh. I think Kyrie, and I get it, right? He's had a he's a smart guy. Is he in the ninth year, tenth year? He might be eleventh year of his career. I think 2011 was when he was drafted, so it's 2023. So I think he's in his eleventh or twelfth year. He has been in his mind, his feelings, and they they could be correct. He's been hurt so much by so many different people. And he brings it upon himself, not all the time, but sometimes with the, the things that he says, that he doesn't trust anybody with a microphone in their hand. 12. 12 years, yeah, right? 12 2011 years. to 11, 2023. 12, yeah. He he doesn't, he, do, he wouldn't trust us. He wouldn't, he would be very, I don't know, I don't know the exact word I'm trying to go with, but he would not guarded. be open. Yeah. Gar, guarded. And guarded is a good term, but I almost feel like there's something else with Kyrie. And it's not like I followed Kyrie's career and all the interviews he's ever done and what happened in Cleveland and what happened in Boston and what happened in Brooklyn. But I could already tell one of his interviews with Dallas, he already took a shot at Dallas, not the city, but a shot at the media. And I, because he's so, he's been hurt so much that in his mind, in his heart, he's like, yeah, I know you guys are already going to write something bad about me. And it's like, dude, no, no, no. Like, give us a chance. Yeah. And maybe we already have, right? And maybe that's too, but, and maybe they're like the Dallas media now overcorrects too much to be like, hey, we don't want to offend you in any way. And right. he's like, I got away with it. I was easy in Dallas. It was, the Dallas media is super easy. I think we would have the ultimate icebreaker, though, with Kevin being a dookie. And we could uh, we could talk about that immediately. And then maybe that would open him up, much like we opened up the Gorilla. Uh, from the Phoenix Suns, their mascot. All right, number nine. Because Mike, I, I want to get to the I want to get to this the rest of this top fifteen. Number nine, the Vikings. All right, which makes sense. I don't know how that so team's going to look. So they got hit, Justin Jefferson. So at seven, we hit the marker of Super Bowl contenders. All right, so I'm going to drop back fifteen. The Giants. Fourteen. Pittsburgh. I have no clue. I have no clue where to rank Pittsburgh right now. Other than Tomlin's going to be a good coach. What do they add to this? Number 13, Seattle. 12, Detroit. Number 11, Baltimore, which is weird to me because that that could go either way. But, Mike, the number 10 team in the power rankings, according to ESPN. Put all your money on this one. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Really don't put all your money on this one. But (laughs) – 
I do think most mock drafts have the Jacksonville Jaguars going against two rookie quarterbacks next year. Mm-hmm. That uh, Young and Stroud are going to be on the Texans and Colts. And I don't know who's going to be on which team, but you're going to have two rookie quarterbacks in there. Uh, I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars, to me, should be ranked higher than the Chargers because they're they're going to win that division, I think, pretty easy. In fact, I think they're going to win 12 games or more next year. I think they're going to sweep their – remember last year? They made the playoffs. They lost to the Denver Broncos. They lost to the Houston Texans. They lost to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, everything doesn't go perfect for you in a season, and you're going to have a bad loss. Every team has a bad loss. Every team has a win that they probably didn't think they were going to win. But – I do think the Jacksonville Jaguars easily win that division next year. And the last two weeks, they're playing for more of can we get like the two or three seed rather than, hey, are we fighting for our playoffs lives against Tennessee? I think that they are going to run away with that division. And so I just think that when I look at power ranking these teams early, I think of who's going to have home field advantage in the playoffs or who do I think will. Yeah. And that's where the Cowboys, I, I struggle to rank them top five because I think Philadelphia wins the division again. I hope history repeats itself, and they don't. But if you are a wild card team and you have to win on the road and win on the road and win on the road just to get to the Super Bowl, that's usually too difficult of a path for most teams. Very interested to see how they spend money in Jacksonville, knowing that the Trevor Lawrence contract will be uh, heading in their direction at well, some point. But Calvin Ridley's back. <laughs> Everything is going to be a lot of fun for Mike next year, even though he does have the Cowboys heading to Vegas for the big game next season. Coming up next, Jack Leiter's descent. Where has he gone on the, the prospects list? Will he ever make it back? Next on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Corey Majors, Mike Bassick hanging out. Kevin's out today. Hopefully he feels better. Tweet him at oh, thank Kevin. Say, feel better, buddy. Uh, get some hydration there for you. And, Mike, I heard Bobby and RJ talking about this this morning. My wife's a doctor. You got to sip on that hydration, though. Oh, really? You can't just sit there and chug? like uh, No, some... when you're throwing up and stuff like that, you just got to, like, sip on, like, take a, like, almost like a shot of Gatorade. Uh-huh. Right? And then you kind of let it settle for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. If your body handles it. Maybe take another shot of Gatorade. The electrolytes uh, help replenish and get you back, uh, just like they did for the Florida Gators back in 19-whatever. I don't know. but What if, like, Kevin is lying and he, like, comes back with a full head of hair? Like, he he went to Mark Bashar or something like that and has, like, a full head of hair. The next day? Does it work like that? No. Okay. But... (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing if he came back tomorrow or he or he misses till Tuesday and he comes back Tuesday and he has a full head of hair? Joey, how long do you think Mike would wait before he like would how Kevin comes back with a full head of hair? I'm going to play the bit of I don't even notice. I'm not even going to say a word to him. How long before Mike goes, what happened or where where did that hair come from? Oh, that's going to be right off the hop. <laughs> as soon as he sees him, he's just like, yeah. whoa, could you even try the bit, Mike, where you're just like, you act like you don't know or would it just eat you up inside? I, if, if you wanted to, if we wanted to do it all together, like nobody even says anything, I would do that. <laughs> and then the question is, how long does it take Mike to get a full head of hair after that? Yeah, next day, Mike's Mike's like, I got to figure yeah. out what he did. Never. What I've been I've been asked about that, and I think it's for for certain men. I think, hey man, great. But for me, I've been bald since I was twenty four years old. Wow. So it, at 20, was it a, like a thinning process, and then or, it was or, fast. Okay, it was right. like. 21, normal head of hair. Uh, 22, uh, it's still pretty normal. 23, not good. 24, you might as well shave it off. It ain't happening. Uh, and then you've stuck with it like that ever yeah. since then. That's- yeah, so I think for now, being 21, 22 years, being bald, I'm I'm cool being bald. If, though, like, because you said if you could, you would have the hair. If you had a magic solution, what kind of hairstyle would you go with? Would you go with like shoulder length locks that are just kind of flowing in the wind? No, I would go with something kind of like what you have, or like let's say Luca has, okay, or something right. like that. Like kind of clean, tied around the side of the yeah, ears. That's what I used to have. Um, my thir- I've seen pictures of you from high school. Yeah, my thirteen-year-old is kind like of a butt cut, growing out his hair, not like you know down to his you know end of his neck or anything like that. But he likes having kind of hair. Yeah, and I'm like. 
dude, you need a haircut. But he, but he's like, but dad, I want to enjoy it like now. Just yesterday after school, I was like, you want to go get a haircut? He's like, no. And he yeah. looked at me like, why? And I'm like, because your hair's too long. Like, it's going in your ears, man. Like, that would bug me if your hair kind of starts getting in your ears. I don't love it either. And same with my middle son, Carter. He's doing the same thing where it's kind of like, it, not you, Carter, my, my, my son, Carter, where he shaved his head. Because he had long hair, like he had that, I don't know, he had a weird hairstyle for a little bit. And he shaved it, and now he's just letting it like grow out, and he just looks like a, a fuzzball. And I was like, hey, do you want to get, let me tighten it up around the ears or something? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And I was like, it just looks weird. And that, then I felt bad. Because I was like, I don't want you to think that you look weird. I just, and he was like, it's okay. I said you, you look weird too after you said that. And I was like, all right, we're good. Now, Mike, I do want to get your concern level on DeGrom. Do, do you really think that that's just Chris Young saying, let's just be overly cautious here? It's too early to screw anything up. Or do you think this is DeGrom and we have to constantly be worried about this? Both, maybe? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. I think that you do have to worry about it being DeGrom. If it was, let's just say the Rangers had, I'm trying to name somebody who's really popular in their prime and has no injury history at all, which is kind of tough in baseball Say today. Soto, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking. Injured. I was thinking of a pitcher. Okay. But uh, and I know I just I just brought him up because I'm in love with them. Framber Valdez. Okay. Like if Framber Valdez came and they're like, eh, you know, a little bit of tightness in his right side, there would be a little bit of concern that he had to pitch throughout the World Series. Right. He had the extra month of pitching, and I'm like, oh, you know, sometimes guys that extra month of pitching in the playoffs can hurt them a little bit, but. I guess with Jacob DeGrom, I'm okay with it. Uh, somebody asked me this. is like maybe he's a guy who has to like – we talked about pain tolerance during crosstalk. Is maybe he's just a guy like if there's just a little twitch because he's been so hurt he's for his whole career. Yeah, he's like – he goes into the trainer and he's like, hey, like I'm fine, but my left side right here is just a little bit. And they're like, all right, shut him down for now. Like give him a day. Let's make sure where – I don't – I mean, I would have just been like, I'm not telling anybody my right side is bugging me. Unless it's really bugging me, like, so what? It's my right side. I'll be fine. Like, I'll give it a day or two. If it's if it's hurting 48 hours later, then maybe I'll go in and go like, hey, like, for some reason, my right side is a little bit off. You want to check it out? And they'd be like, we don't care about you. You're a nobody. But, which is interesting, right? Because if your right side's hurting you and you're Mike Bassick, they might release you. Yeah. If you're yeah, obviously yeah. for DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom, your left side's bugging you a little bit, like, like this, take a day off. and You're going to get you a know. bunch of eye rolls on Twitter. Have like, you that's... ever noticed when somebody pitches bad and they're great and they had something that was bugging them earlier in the week? Like, oh, they had a little neck stiffness after waking up or whatever. Like, look, he had neck stiffness. What are you going to do? He gave up five runs. Like, dude, if you have like a little bit of a sore shoulder and you're Glenn Otto or Dane Dunning, they're like, send him down to the minors. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with this guy? This out for the next two weeks or so. So, all right. So then we'll just keep an eye. We'll monitor it. Um, we will be out at spring training. We'll be the only station out there, by the way, uh, covering the Rangers like we do as the Rangers prepare for an awesome season. We don't know about Kansas City stations. Sometimes they show up. Yeah, that's for the fair. Royals. That's a valid point. We have no clue if they'll be there or not. So, but we'll be out there covering the Rangers, bringing all the excitement, all the great interviews. I'm looking forward to seeing Bochi, getting a conversation in with him, trying to see like how he approaches what he looks at this team now that it's all put together. You know what I need to look up? Because I talked about the World Baseball Classic yesterday, and I forgot this. But when we were in Surprise, Arizona, I think Venezuela was in the tournament in Phoenix to start off. Okay, They practiced at Surprise, and they played a game there. So we might get lucky. I don't know. There might be Team USA. 
is playing in Phoenix. Mexico is playing in Phoenix. Canada is playing in Phoenix. Can you imagine if maybe we look it up and all of a sudden we're there and in Surprise Arizona, um, Team USA with Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Bobby Witt Jr., Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson's your guy, right? Like all of these guys are here and they're playing a game in Surprise Arizona. How fun would that be to watch? You're getting to watch an all-star game somewhat uh, in spring training. They so they don't have the locations listed. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go figure out. I'm gonna figure this out because I, I was just thinking that. about that as we were talking. I'm like, you know what? I remember seeing like the Venezuelan we team can like get everywhere. We can get everywhere so yeah. fast. That's so. the thing about Joe Kelly, right? That's why I said I'm not going to Florida. I'd rather retire than go to Florida spring training. Is that in Florida? Your average bus ride to play a spring training game is two hours. That's average. Average in Arizona. It's 15 to 25 minutes, somewhere in there. You Your longest trip is to go play the Angels, and that's about a hour bus ride. That's your horrible trip from Surprise, Arizona. So a lot of people ask me, hey, what about spring training? What can I do besides maybe go see, like, the Rangers play? I'm like, dude, you don't have to just go see the Rangers play. If you want to go see the Dodgers play or the Guardians or the White Sox or whoever, San Francisco, you can see all of these teams within, like, a 30-mile 30, not even 30 mile, 30 minute drive, sometimes a 10 minute drive to go see these teams play. So you can see a dozen baseball teams play in four days. Yeah, I'm in on that. I'm totally, I'm totally in on something like that. We got about four minutes here, maybe five. All right. Sorry. Uh, Jack Leiter. Yeah. This morning, RJ and Bobby were talking about his fall. He was in the top 25 last year for prospects. Now he's not even on the top 100 list. Is that a is that a means for big time concern for you, in that he jumps from college, which I don't even put is that even high A ball, no, uh, to double A and doesn't have just doesn't dominate in season one. College is rookie ball. I, I don't care. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas. That's rookie ball. Most of those kids never see the light of day of a professional baseball game. So you're facing most guys that are amateur baseball players and never will be professionals. So, when you go to double-A, that's real baseball. They're making adjustments on you. They pushed Jack way too quick. They thought he could be the exception, and there are. Every once in a while, there are exceptions to this rule. I I believe David Price was an exception to this rule. David Price went from Vanderbilt and went to the Rays, and the Rays were in the playoffs, and he went and pitched in the bullpen in the playoffs, if I have his career right. like, And then they sent him back to the minors the next year. He was in double-A AA or triple-A pitching because they're like, look, he helped us now because his stuff is so great that we allowed him to help us in one-inning situations, and now we're sending him back to the minor leagues next year to learn how to be a starting pitcher professionally. Is This year will concern me. I'm not concerned with him. Here's the deal. He struggled tremendously. At Vanderbilt, he didn't have to throw strikes to get guys out. Guys would swing at his stuff. His stuff was so good, he could throw it out of the zone, and he could get swings and misses on balls. You can't do that in double-A. Double-A, if people don't understand this, because people will push back that played college baseball, everybody that played professional baseball and got, let's say, to the major leagues or, let's say, to double-A or triple-A, realize real baseball for the first time in your life is played at double-A. If you didn't play double-A baseball, you never really played real baseball where there's adjustments being made pretty damn quickly uh in a ball i could throw especially to the six seven eight and nine hole hitters you can throw balls out of the zone and they will swing and miss on those and you're like oh just do it again strike one strike two strike three next hitter and there are some good hitters in high a ball 
But you can do that in college, too. You could go face TCU, and if you have good enough stuff and good enough, let's say, location, because I didn't have the stuff, but I had location. I had great stuff considered college-wise, but right. major league-wise, below average stuff. I could just go against TCU and just dominate them because they're going to swing at a lot of bad pitches. They're going to let they're going to let me. They're going to get themselves out. I just have to let them get themselves out. Well, in Double A, you can't just let them get themselves out. You're going to have to throw quality pitches. You're going to have to know how to pitch in two o three one situations. You're going to have to know how to pitch in o two one two situations. Jack didn't learn those things at Vanderbilt. It's not a high enough level to learn at Vanderbilt. And that's one of the best places to go. Here's the other thing, too. My first ever time to struggle was at 19 years old in low A ball. In in, in rookie ball, I was the best left-handed pitcher in 1996 in the Appalachian League. Got voted that uh, in that. In high A ball in 1998, I was voted to the All-Star team. Nice. But in 1997, in low A ball, I was 4-14 and with a 5 ERA. Why? It was my first time of failure. I was struggling to deal with the lack of success on Monday. And then it would carry into Saturday. So I'd have those days to get ready, but I was like, what am, what is going on? Why is this happening? Oh, no, I've never been hit like this before. I've never given up runs in my life. What is happening? So I was struggling with that. And here's the other thing. I had a very bad pitching coach. Fred Gladding was my pitching coach. I don't mind calling him out. Good guy, horrible pitching coach. I don't even think he's alive anymore. But he did not help me. He hurt me. He started changing things that made me worse and not better. I don't know who Jack like Jack Leiter's pitching coach was in AA, but if you're struggling for the first time ever, now you're struggling a little bit with mechanics. You're struggling probably a lot mentally, and you have a bad pitching coach along with that. It will F you up tremendously because when I got to high A ball, I realized in the offseason, all right, why did I get hit hard? One of the reasons I got hit hard is I was throwing too much of the middle of the plate. Number two, when I got behind in the count, I always threw fastballs, and they hit me hard on those. I got to learn how to develop a changeup in 2-0, situations. So if they're sitting fastball on me, which they will, I have another pitch to go to. I can throw strikes. I didn't have the issue of ever throwing balls, but yeah. I, I had other issues. And then I go to high A ball. They still pushed me to the next level at 20 years old to high A ball. And so I'd worked really hard on being able to throw other pitches besides fastballs behind in the count. And then I had a good pitching coach. I got Dave Miller, and he helped me out throughout the season. He worked on opposite arm fastball where I could throw better inside to right-handed hitters. I wasn't afraid to throw inside to right-handed hitters. I could throw off the plate. I knew how to set up things away now. So I started learning these things. So my Learning failure, how to really pitch, too. Right, yeah. My failure helped me learn a lot of things, and I had a good pitching coach to help me out along the way for that season. So Jack, if he has a bad year this year, he has a – four five era or higher at double a this year i will be going i i think that the rangers have messed this kid up all right so we'll keep an eye on what or he's he does. not able to adjust or that he cannot adjust to this level unfortunately he was a good college pitcher and he's not going to be he might be uh spencer howard will we see anything when we're in arizona like will we be able to see him in the backfields pitching yeah. and kind of get an idea i want to let's go watch need, a game we need to see him we'll be on the air during those games son of a gun is we need to see him locating pitches okay. in live action all right i think uh we're, we'll, if the catcher we'll sets up out. outside to a righty he needs to be if he misses it needs to be three inches outside he doesn't need to be missing three inches inside like you, you need to be throwing your catcher sets up away you need to miss away your catcher sets up in you need to mess up in so coming up next Mahomes wears the same pair of underwear all the time. Is that better than wearing no underwear? Next on the fan.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, it is time for us to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Biscuits. With no carbs. Oh, no. Why no carbs? How do you do that? Carbs are the, you know, there's, it's impossible. You just carb cycle. Everything's going to be okay. Maybe it's gluten-free. I still don't understand the whole gluten thing. Uh, we start, ladies and gentlemen, with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, according to CBSSports.com, a creature of habit. I'm not, everybody talks about, you know, he puts uh, ketchup on his steak. Puts but, ketchup on almost everything. Yeah, but according to ketchup is great. Chad Henney, Mahomes has to have the same pair of underwear Every Sunday. That's interesting to me because underwear rips pretty easily if you're wearing them every day. You can wear the same pair of underwear. I wore, I will say this, I wore pretty much the same pair of underwear every day in baseball because you put them on the strap. You have your number, like let's say I'm number 37. What? And when you're done with practice, you put your jock, your underwear, your socks, your shirt, you put it on a strap, and then you close the strap, throw it in the hamper, it gets washed, it's put back in your locker, and the next day you have your socks and t-shirt and underwear washed and ready to go for the next day. It's called a strap, like in the in the, the clubhouse, we'll, you'll can you point out, because we'll go in the clubhouse and see some of the players, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Will you be like, hey, that's what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, if we go, go in, I'll be like, that's, see the strap that they have their underwear and socks and everything So on? weird, but I, like, I'm, I'm fascinated, Mike, also. If, there, if you see other things in their lockers that you're like, hey, you may not know about this, will you point it out to well, they, me also? Yeah, and they don't want, as a clubby, yeah. which is, you know, the kids or younger guys, there's the head clubhouse guy, but you don't want everybody just throwing their socks in there and you're having to then sort individually, it. like, it's not like at your house where it doesn't, couldn't that be awesome if your kids just had a strap and they just put like three t-shirts on it and their underwear and socks. And so now when it's done, you just take their strap and you throw it in their room and you're like, here's your clean clothes on your strap instead of like having to sort through, is this yours? Is this yours? Because the boys that. being 13 and 14 and now they're getting not as big as me, but they're getting closer. Sometimes my wife will go, is this yours or yeah. is this Cal's? You I have know? no and, clue whose underwear is whose. Yeah. Or whose socks are whose whenever we're dealing with that at the house ever. And I'm just like, I leave it on the table and say, y'all figure it out. I'm not doing maybe this. So, maybe sometimes they call it your clip. But I, th- I think we call it their strap. It's just, you know, a cl- it's like a plastic uh, clip that you would, like, 
I don't even know how to explain it, but kind of like a seat belt, but there's no metal to it because it goes into the washer and dryer. I'm fascinated by this. I need to, I need to get one for the house. Uh, Henny said he has a baseball background, so he has to have certain things each and every day. He comes in, does his work, notes are written out a certain way, same pair of underwear, which not a lot of people probably know on game day. He's been wearing it uh, since I've been part of it. So since Chad Henney got there, Patrick Mahomes has been wearing the same pair of underwear for game day. So he has a game day underwear and he has a practice underwear. It sounds like it. Yeah, or maybe he doesn't wear underwear during practice. Did Jordan every game wear his North Carolina shorts under his shorts? I believe so. Like So like every game he wore, which is weird, he wore two pair of shorts. That doesn't seem like the best. Who was the player that wore the opponent's uh, shorts under his shorts? Was it Kobe, maybe? I don't know. I always felt like there was a story that there was a player out there that he would wear the opponent's shorts under under it and just be like, yeah. I got this too. Well, I don't remember. I'll figure that out. It's amazing to me watching NBA games now that nobody wears high tops. And Kobe was the one who changed that. Because if you go watch a game from about 2000 or before, everybody's wearing high tops. I mean, it was rare a person wasn't wearing high top shoes. And now everybody wears low tops because of Kobe. From the 817, they do this groundbreaking laundry actions in county jail, Mike. So they've used that as well. And then somebody from the 972 said, it's a nylon strap with a clip on the end. Yeah. I get you, Mike. We use them in athletics. Thank you. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And Texas size rips. He does bring this up. I was thinking about that. The equipment manager never washes Mahomes practice jersey. I've seen that State Farm commercial. Yeah. Now, I guess the question is, and it is, what color do you think this underwear is, Mike, for game day? It has to be white. It's red. It's Even though he wears white pants. Says the same wear pair of red underwear every single game. Now, do you credit the I'm going to look. When they wear white pants, I'm going to look and see if we can see the red underwear now. Do you, yeah, you can see it through the butt. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, do you credit the underwear or his ability for these Super Bowls? One, the ability, but I always say this. I tell this to kids. If you believe that it works... It works. If you believe you step over your right foot from the foul line when you cross over to play on the field and if you that makes you a better player, it makes you a better player because mentally, right, we always talk about mentally you have to be in the right frame of mind. If you touch the line and it messes with your brain, then it has made you a worse player. Yeah. If you believe doing certain things, putting on your right sock first and then your left sock second makes you a better player, then it if, it, if you feel like it does, then it does. Because if the other way, then you're thinking about something that is messing you up. So, I mean, there's certain things where I'm like, no, it doesn't make it lucky or whatever. But in your brain, if it Fs with your brain or makes you feel better about yourself, like this shirt makes me feel better about myself, then wear that damn shirt. I need you feeling good going out on that field. I had a certain helmet that I thought I needed to wear. You know, and I I hit well with that helmet. I don't know why. If I couldn't find that helmet in the in the dugout, I would be like, oh crap! And I just felt like I couldn't hit better. And, but for the most part, whenever I had that helmet, I was going to be just there fine. You go. Chicago Bears at a crossroads with their franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. Franchise is finalizing a deal uh, to land that they they agreed to purchase Arlington Heights area for their new site for the new stadium. Right? Who's this? The the Chicago Bears. 
Arlington, not this Arlington oh. Heights. <laughs> Mike's like, oh my God, the Bears are coming like, to DFW. It's like, that doesn't sound right. This is going to be awesome. I'm excited. I'll be a Bears fan. Mayor Johnson did it. Yeah. <laughs> but he did it in Arlington, in Arlington, which doesn't make sense. He would be upset that they both went to Arlington. Well, maybe he got the Cowboys and now the Bears are moving. And Arlington Heights, that high, that's in Fort Worth. That's always confused me. Arlington Heights High yeah, School right. is in Fort Worth. Um, but that being said, the new stadium's coming. Fields was on Pardon My Take podcast, and he said this. I hope we get a dome. He said, I don't care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're at Arlington Heights. I just hope we get a dome. It's difficult to adjust, especially with this win. That's what I found. And Bears, for a long time, their quarterbacks have, I mean, they've suffered because that is a weird place whenever the wind gets to blowing up there. I've always wondered this, is that in most of our lifetime, after Magic uh, Don Mikowski or whatever his name was, they had Brett Favre and they have Aaron Rodgers and they play outdoors. And at times they've struggled in the playoffs. Well, after kind of Dorsey Levens, they were pretty much a passing team. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you want to have a passing team when you play in that bad of weather. Think of Pittsburgh. Nothing against Ben Roethlisberger, but he wasn't like the greatest passer of all time. So it was like it was okay that he was this big guy who could shed tackles and he could throw these. I know at times he'd throw bombs, but a lot of shorter passes, and I'm going to let these guys make plays off of getting them the ball. I think it's a bad idea to have these great quarterbacks in these northern places where when you get to the playoffs, the wind's going to be blowing somewhere between 20 to 40 miles an hour, and it's going to be 7 degrees with possible snow. Like, that doesn't set up well for that type of quarterback. From the 214, every time I leave the house, I make sure my first step forward is with my right foot so I know I'll have a good day. There you go. And from the 972, when I was getting the batter's box, I would do the exact same thing every single time. And you know what? Here's the crazy thing. You believe that? You Let's say you're two for three that day. You still had a bad moment. It's like right. something went wrong one time. What are you chalking that up to? All right, I had two hits. I'm good that day. You know, like I, it's right. wild what you'll what like you said what you'll believe in these moments. If you go into the batter's box knowing you're going to fail because you changed your routine, you're probably gonna then you're going to fail. Yeah. That's yeah. it. They always tell pitchers this, and I believe in this. Is even though it's the wrong pitch, if you believe in it, I'd rather you throw the wrong pitch than the right pitch that you don't believe in. Because if you have no conviction behind that pitch, it's going to get hit. If you have all the conviction in the world throwing a fastball away to Frank Thomas, it's a stupid decision. But if you believe it, I'd rather you believe it throwing that pitch than throwing him the the fastball inside that you have no faith or any belief in because you're not going to have conviction behind that pitch. Rex Ryan is uh, is a candidate right now for the Denver Broncos defensive coordinator position. This is interesting for a guy that's been in TV for a long time. Sean Payton takes a year off mm -hmm. and comes back. This is interesting to see Rex Ryan's name now pop back up. He's a championship uh, defensive coordinator. He knows how to get a defense to play really well. And, I mean, we were talking with multiple people at the Super Bowl about what he did with that with those teams, not only in, in the Ravens, but what he also did whenever he was with the Jets. Hot take. Two years from now, everybody's going to say Sean Payton's a bad coach and, the and his time has passed. Oh, I like this take. I like this take from Mike Bassett. Coming up next here on the KNC Masterpiece, these are the teams that just have to overhaul everything, and these are teams that are already major contenders. Where do the Cowboys fall on this list? Next in the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 